And I can remember when I was in India and um, in Delhi, in old Delhi, and you know, the children of the poor around the tips, you know, rubbish tips, and they'd be picking up things from the rubbish tips and so on, you know. I used to create in my mind an oasis where there'd be water and greenery all around with lots of toys and just to let them play and be happy. My name is Shirley Peters. I live in uh, Manopar, East London. I was born in Antigua, but I was taken to Dominica by my mother's mother, my maternal grandmother, from the age of one year and 11 months. So I grew up mostly in Dominica in the West Indies. Then I came over here to London to do nursing in 1970. I'm now retired and I look after my three grandchildren because my daughter works full time. I'm Rosa Schling, I'm a new parent and I've been recording memories of childcare and parenting in London's East End. This is Holding the Baby, an on the record podcast. Yeah, I chose the, um, the nursery setting um, over the child-minding situation because of stories that I'd heard from my other family and friends who had come here before me and um, the child-minders were not registered and they really criticised the fact that um, the child-minders kept the children in the same dirty nappies and I wanted the nursery setting where there were more, more eyes. <laughs> Do you find there were quite a lot of worries amongst other people you knew that had come from the Caribbean about childcare. That was that like, quite a big issue. That was a big issue because they were they didn't have a lot of money. You think there was more pressure or necessity for both parents to work as well? Oh yeah, both yeah. parents had to yes indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not all parents worked. Um, some husbands insisted that their mothers should stay at home and, you know, they'll make do, but yeah. In most cases, most of them, if they've found work, they'll go to work. Your mother travelled to quite a few different places for work, and meanwhile, were you being looked after by, by her grand, mother? By her mother, mostly, right. mostly by her mother. It was lovely. They were all grandparents were beautiful. What would you have said your grandmother's attitude to child rearing was? She was very strict. She was very sweet, very nice, but there are certain things, you know, they, they, I, I could do and certain things I couldn't do. Children had to listen to their, to their parents, you know, mm -hmm. not to argue with their parents mm -hmm. or grandparents. Yes, and I, I grew up that way, wanting to be a good girl, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we would be given a beating if we behaved badly when we were growing up. We feared the beating, of course. I feared most the, um, if the telling off. Oh, yeah. You know, because it made me feel really uh, ashamed, and this is why I better be a good girl so I don't get uh, told off mm. than the beating. What my grandmother did, she didn't know, she couldn't read and write, but there was an, a little book, a little alphabet book, a little reading book. She knew all the words by the pictures, and she would tell me, this is a cat, this is a mat, the fat cat sat on the mat. And whatever I, I learned at school, I would always try to memorize. And then as soon as I'd wake her up in the middle of the night and I would tell her, you know, whatever it is, then she'd say, child, go back to sleep, <laughs> you know. So I was her little girl, her little, she used to call me her little canot, which is a boat, her little handbag and her butterfly. 
How often yeah. would you see your mother and father? Um, how often? I didn't see my mother, actually, after I went to Dominica at a year and 11 months. I didn't see my mother until I was 10 years old. Wow. Yeah. Um, I used to fantasize being with my mom and dad and my brothers and my sisters. And, you know, I used to be so happy in that sort of dream. Oh. <laughs> um, not because, of course, I was, you know, I was neglected, but just in my head, you know, that you go into that fantasy. Holding the Baby is an on-the-record podcast exploring memories of parenting and childcare in London's East End. Get more stories on holdingthebaby.org or subscribe via SoundCloud, iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Interviews and editing by Rosa Schling. Music by Luke Christie. Holding the Baby is funded by the Gilda Street Trust in memory of historian and author Gilda O'Neill. Full interviews are held by Bishopsgate Institute in East London. You can visit them at bishopsgate.org.uk. Thank you to everyone who shared their stories with us, to the Gilda Street Trust, to Newham Bookshop and Newham Libraries.